today on From A to Ziggy. Uh, blacked out for a while. Welcome to From A to Ziggy. This is the podcast in which we listen to every single David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name is Thomas. And I am Travis. And today we're talking about Blackout from Heroes 1977. This is the extremely chaotic song comes in the middle of side a no it's, it's this is the end of side a is, the end of this side is a. the last time we really hear david bowie on this record or the last time we really hear his voice for most of it till the secret life of arabia comes yeah. back but yeah he sort of gets carried away by the doctor for some rehabilitation yeah and some some quiet ethereal music plays it's yeah it's a very frantic strange song Really dig it. The more I've been listening to Heroes lately, the more I really like Heroes. I mean, like the the second half, you kind of I have to really want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like Side One, I find myself listening to a lot more frequently lately. Side One is sort of a a really accessible kind of rock EP. Yeah, this is one of those songs where like, or I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh man, this is totally this is the blueprint vocally for like. It reminds me a lot of the Pixies and Violent Femmes, where the vocals aren't trying to be melodic, they're not trying to be accessible, they're not trying to be, like, following any kind of normal rhyme or reason for fronting a rock and roll band. It's very all over the place and kind of talky at times and odd. And, yeah, it's a really cool tune. I like the song a lot. It's heavy, it's frantic, it's urgent, it's loud. It's got this really squealy kind of lead guitar all throughout, like uh, throughout a lot of it, there's uh, Fripp's guitar uh, is really high pitched and, and kind of whining, and it's it's like it's trying to get noticed behind Bowie's voice and calling attention to itself, but also just sort of hammering away and just being it's mo- it's a lot of the same note, or it's, it's very they're very they're very close to each other, not a whole lot of movement, but just a whole lot of noise. Yeah. Which is like the song itself. It doesn't doesn't really have a verse chorus structure. It's no, it's all it's like stream of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. It was um, likely one of his cut up experiments. It seemed like it was kind of thought of on the on the fly, but also probably a cut up because it really does a lot of weird imagery and just a lot of weird turns of phrase. My, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people who are familiar with the song would probably have the same opinion, but I really, uh, the part was just like, I'm under Japanese influence and my honor is at stake. I just think that's like such a crazy, weird, amazing line. Like, it's just so strange. You can't help but love it. Yeah. Uh, Like, what does it even mean? And then he's, the weather's grim, ice on the cages, me, I'm Robin Hood and I puff on my cigarette. It's just filled with these little weird... Yeah, that's a very urban-sounding, very William S. Burroughs kind of, where you assume assume the personality of some mythic figure and, yeah. and stand doing something mundane like smoking a cigarette on a street, probably. Because he wants to get off the streets. Someone call a doctor. Doctor, of course, in pop music, as we all know, is uh, a euphemism yes. for... One, like Dr. Robert. Yeah. To go get your prescriptions filled. Right. So to speak. And he, he said in an interview that it was partially inspired by the blackouts in New York in 76, I think it was. There July was a- 77. There was also, there was, uh, there was a jazz musician, Lionel Hampton, who also did an album based on that blackout called, um, fittingly enough, Blackout. Uh, he said it was based on the blackout, but I don't know. 
I really don't even know what the song, what the songs there. I don't know what they mean in the first place, but I really can't see what they have to do with a blackout. It, it might have just been. I think it's just the feeling of like the lights are out and there's all this chaos going on while everyone's trying to figure out what's going on, and just the inherent madness that would happen in, in a blackout. And when there, the, when the blackout occurred in '77 in New York, it was around the same time. There was this oppressive heat wave. And I believe it was around the same time as the Son of Sam being on the loose. So it was a very hmm. intense, crazy time in New York. And the song really does kind of, I mean, lyrically, it's its gibberish. But the feeling of it, just the way the words are all over the place and the music is so intense, it does kind of have that, like, a bunch of people in a tight urban environment who have no idea what's going on and you're experiencing this chaos. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really, it's more of a mood song than anything else. Yeah. It's not really trying to say anything literal it's more setting up this atmosphere yeah and it does it absolutely does yeah it's not it's not really a song that needs to be decoded no or interpreted it's meant to just be appreciated for what it is and part of the reason that that the chaos really comes through is the just unbelievably frantic drumming so i i think Kind of interesting to me how they recorded the drums for the song and for most of the album. How they basically just made the drums the focal point on a riser in the studio and just let it take over the room. And it, Dennis Davis is drumming and it was just like so frantic in the middle of the room. They were like following around like along where they should be by watching his wrists and just... Yeah, he's doing yeah. all these fills and staying in tempo and just uh, like really... He's like... Somebody described him as a... Uh, human metronome what did somebody and he's yeah he's moving from congas to toms he's putting in some good cowbell a human jazz metronome that was tony visconti uh playing flawlessly yet never never the same way twice yeah amazing drumming on this and in the live version as well and so yeah he would he could do these fills and they were always really inventive and and always on time uh really impressive so Oh, um, you know, just as you were mentioning something about the uh, the kind of havoc, the kind of chaos, it brought a song to mind by Procol Harum that I'm not really sure if this applies, but there's a song on their album, uh, Broken Barricades. This is from 1971. They have a song called Power Failure. And in this song also, you have a really clamorous drum solo. It ends with this really chaotic drum solo that just goes all over the place with all kinds of different percussion instruments, including cowbell. And I wonder if there's any uh, connection there. I don't know. I'd have to hear both songs back to back. Yeah. Just an interesting kind of connection I'm I'm just thinking of. Uh, Anything else to say about Blackout? Not that I can think of. This is uh, one of those more... For for such a strange song, it's kind of a straightforward one. It kind of is. Yeah, I mean, you can't really... There's nothing to really break down in the lyrics. He's not. He's very consciously not trying to say anything. Because when when you listen to it without having a lyric sheet in front of you, you kind of catch things differently. Because just the way he sings and speaks it at you, you lose things in the shuffle. But then when you like go back and look at it, there's yeah some really. It's such a jumble. It is such a jumble. When you, um, like for instance, there's the live version where he starts to flub the the line about the Panthers. On the record, it's. Panthers are steaming, stalking, screaming. In the live version on stage, he starts saying, Panthers are stalking, sc- 
screaming and then he has to like get himself out of this because he's he's jumped the gun on yeah. one of the words he doesn't have a thing that rhymes with steaming so it's stalking screaming and then he rhymes stalking with squawking and kind of gets himself out of that which is a nice sort of i guess it's an ad lib i don't know maybe maybe he had just decided to change the wording I like the idea of this song being in sequence right after Black Tie White Noise because how with Black Tie White Noise he had like the very well polished produced backing vocals. Whereas with this, it's, it's there's these punctuations of of backing, but you can tell it's just like really bad falsetto. Yeah, and it's just it's not intended to be good falsetto at all. It's meant to sound abrasive, like everything else on Heroes. It's meant to be at least a little bit abrasive. Yeah, it's which I feel like. I feel like that was kind of the sound that Bowie was going for at the time because there's a song from around the same time from Iggy Pop's album The Idiot or was it the one after that? Ah, they recorded these two Iggy Pop songs. Okay, I'll just look it up. Success. There's a song Success by Iggy Pop which is which kind of has the same uh, falsetto ridiculous backing vocals just sort of um, it's from uh, Lust for Life. Funny how I forgot the name of that album. It's like the one song that everybody knows by Iggy Pop. But yeah, it's got that, that same sort of chaotic, uh, noisy, messy backing vocal. Um, anything else about Blackout? Should we go to ratings? Yeah, let's rate it. I think this is a, this is a good song to close out Side A of Heroes. And just sort of provide that really sharp contrast between side A and side B. There's There's been some more mellow, introspective vocal songs on side A, and then it, it comes to this, and it's very vocal, but it's much, very much the opposite of introspective. It's like pulling your hair out, and it's like a panicky feeling. Mm. But at the same time, I think it's, uh, there's not very much memorable to me about the about the music itself. The lyrics are sort of, again, kind of impressionistic, not really meant to be examined closely. And whenever that's the case, these these kinds of songs just sort of fade into the background for me. So I'd rate this song a two. Two panic attacks. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Unless you have another um, unit. I don't think I have another unit. I'm gonna give this song. A, I, I I would give this song three panic attacks. Yeah. It's not. It, it's not gonna get stuck in your head or anything. Like it's not catchy. It's not. I'm trying to find. It's it's unremarkable, but not unremarkable. If that makes any sense. Like it's not gonna. It's not something you be humming to yourself. But it's still like it's a really cool song. It. it I appreciate that it does. It it lays some of the groundwork for some other bands that I really like in a vocal style that I really like. And I, I do really enjoy the chaos of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why this album is kind of growing on me as much as it is. Is that like, between this and like Joe the Lion and Beauty and the Beast, like there's a lot of chaos on this album. But it's also kind of like it's it's chaos that's got like just enough of a pop sheen to it. Controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. It's songs like I like my life. Just like a controlled chaos. Right. Weren't those the two factions on Get Smart? Control and Chaos. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. This should have been the Get Smart theme. This should have been the Get Smart theme. So 
oh man, that went right over like ten year old me's head when I was watching Get Smart as a kid. Yeah, you tend not to notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't pick up on those things when you're in fourth grade. You're just like, oh my god, he talks into his shoe. This is amazing. Oh no, there's a totally a connection there though because Buck Henry was one of the producers of Get Smart, and Buck Henry was in The Man Who Fell to Earth, and so was David Bowie, bringing all this back around to other versions covers of Blackout. Thank you. <laughs> Golf clap. I, uh, More of a I, slow clap. Just a, I strive to, to get the sarcastic golf clap. No, no. That was an my, impressive <laughs> slow clap. Um, covers other versions. Covers other versions. Just the live version from the live version from stage. I watched a video. I think it was from... I think the credit on there said it was like recorded in Dallas, maybe. There was a really good live video of it on YouTube. Again, instead of like synthesizers, you got the uh, electric, the violin. violin going on. Oh wow! Yeah, just like in uh, what Beauty and the Beast. Right? Beast was that yeah. the same? What was it? I, I think it was the same guy. Was it Danish? The TV or it was or Dutch no, TV? Um, I think it was a different performance. Holland A's Holland Is that what Holland A's? If something's from Holland, <laughs> sure. It's all sauce. Um, I think it was a different show, but the same pants. But it was, yeah, it was, it was a really cool performance. Did them good live drum fills. Yeah. Yeah, the live version's really cool. Yeah. I had one that I found. There's a, uh, there's a wonderful album of David Bowie covers by Max Lorenz called Kiss You in the Rain. Max Lorenz sings David Bowie from 2011, and it's, got, it's full of really cool... He, he goes between kind of an acoustic, dirgy rock which is what the what he turns blackout into to sort of a polka kind of there's a lot of accordion on this album and so yeah he does an accordion version of well I'll save I'll save it for for something else but check it out it's on Spotify Max Lorenz sings right. David Bowie Kiss You in the Rain is the name of the album and so yeah he does kind of a dark acoustic rock version of blackout slows it down really stamps out all the chaos of this song it's acoustic guitar and mandolin i think he plays all the instruments on this album there's a child those those uh those frantic backing vocals are replaced with a child like it sounds like a uh sounds like a choir boy yeah just like completely bends and and remolds the song into a very structured and controlled form interesting let me check that out all right i think that's going to do it for for the blackout blackout yeah. looking out into the black um we, we we can see more more things coming out we're, more. we're delving further into the the darkness the depths of space intergalactic space and we're seeing seeing some dark astral bodies yeah it's almost like a kind of a like a, a like, skewered like a dark nova. sun kind of a, a black hole sun like a black hole sun <laughs> Black Hole Sun is going to be the next song. Yeah. Black Star. Black Star. Black Star is going to be the next song uh, coming up on Wednesday. Until then, you can check us out on Facebook and on Twitter from A to Ziggy from A to Ziggy.com. What did you think of Blackout? Leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. So click that subscribe button. And uh, until Wednesday, my name is Thomas. I am Travis. And I'm still, my name is still Thomas from now till Wednesday as well. And you are, you are the listener. And thank you 
for joining us. Um, now someone call a doctor. I completely flubbed that line. <laughs> Call the doctor. Get me to a doctor. Get me to the doctor. Dr. Robert, what's in Robert's box?